Welcome to SonaCast, a podcast from the team at Sona Nanotech Inc. Sona's unique gold nanorods will power next generation diagnostic devices and medical applications. In every podcast, we seek to learn more about our industry with expert insight and special guests. Welcome to episode one of SonaCast. In this episode, Sona CEO and President Darren Rolls is interviewed by Bud Wayne of CEO CFO Magazine. They talk about the focus of Sona's business, Darren's day-to-day roles and responsibilities as CEO, and why Sona's gold manor rods are unique. Make sure to listen to the next podcast for part two of this interview. What is the focus at Sona Nanotech today? Well, um, so... Our, our focus is around um, exploiting Sona's Nanotech's core uh, nanorod technology um, to use across multiple different market segments, everything from diagnostics uh, to the cell imaging, life sciences market for uh, drug delivery, photothermal therapy. Mm-hmm. With regards to our actual core focus over the next couple of years, it's certainly within the diagnostic space. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so, so, and that's taking the form of utilizing lateral flow assay tests, which gotcha. most people are, most people are you know, if familiar with that in the form of the humble pregnancy test. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but over the last few years now, the, you know, the market has significantly changed um, because the patents around that platform have expired. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's allowed the whole market to expand significantly, allowing you know, new companies to enter into that market. Um, you know, so now... On an annual basis, around a billion tests are made, um, you know, of, of these, uh, you know, lateral flow type tests, mm. and that's kind of, you know, allowed a huge expansion of the market. And you know, last year was estimated to be worth around six billion dollars in the US, you know, US six billion dollars, um, and it's kind of expected to grow and rise to about eight point seven billion in mm. you know, kind of twenty twenty three time. So it's got a quite a high, uh, you know, compounded uh, growth rate. You have 14 years experience in nanotechnology and lateral flow diagnostics. What is yep. your day-to-day role at Sona uh, Nanotech? How long have you been with the company, and how has your role evolved over time? Well, um, so I, as you mentioned, I've got 14 years, or so it's coming up to nearly 16 years now <laughs> um, in, in the diagnostic space. I started in 2003 uh, with my previous company, um, and I joined Sona Nanotech in um, August 2017. They brought me in as the CEO. Uh, they wanted somebody to uh, who knew and understood the technology, but also knew and understood the markets, especially in the diagnostic space, um, and wanted to be able to exploit that. I guess my day-to-day activities, obviously, is working as a CEO. Is um, you know, as we're listed on the uh, Canadian Securities Exchange, my pr- one of my primary objectives around obviously shareholder value and uh, ensuring that uh, that share price is maintained and continues to grow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've been we've been on the uh, stock exchange for about six months now, and uh, we've had steady steady growth. We we started at. 25 cents um, mm-hmm. and there's been a bit of fluctuation there but uh, we're currently trading at just over 30 cents mm-hmm. um, you know and we've had no significant dips so one of my primary objectives is around that I mm-hmm. guess on the, you know, the next part of my business you know kind of two other key areas is one around obviously the business development I've got a lot of contacts within the industry um, you know and we've been able to utilize those and create some great partnerships for the business over the last you know, 12 months um, so continually 
building business development activities uh, for the business, new collaborations, um, and uh, you know, help the, the existing business development team to fully understand some of those relationships and where we want to position ourselves, mm-hmm. uh, both from a marketing and a conference perspective. Mm-hmm. And the other aspect then is obviously on an operational basis, because I've got a background in both, you know, I've got a scientific background in biomedical science and toxicology, as well as a you know, business background with an MBA. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm able to kind of go across both commercial and operational sides. Mm-hmm. So the operational team, uh, you know, we kind of, um, you know, started to grow that operational team, brought in some new scientists that can operate in the diagnostic space, um, and took the existing operational team that were you know, predominantly PhD, academic, uh, postdoc um, you know, people, um, and really started integrating them and getting them used to the idea of working in a, you know, in a, in a quality management system within the diagnostic space uh, to be able to deliver to those people. So it's a very different mindset within the lab from an academic lab all the way through to a, an industrial lab as such. So yeah. just making sure that um, you know, we've got those things in place. And um, we, took, we took a bit of a big journey at the back end of last year where we moved from, uh, from the original home of uh, Santa Fe University Banana Ganesh in, that, in Nova Scotia, and we, we translated the whole lab team and the lab down to uh, uh, down to our new place in Dartmouth in Nova Scotia, and kitted out a brand new lab there. Mm-hmm. And so we've kind of been overseeing the, the installation and the qualification of that lab as well. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty hands-on as a CEO, uh, everything operational, commercial, as well as corporate. So mm-hmm. excellent. Uh, yeah, are you are, are you also still involved with? Um with uh, or are you involved with uh, product development as well? Oh, absolutely. So you know we've got a um, our ongoing uh, you know, production side, but also our product development team. Um, you know we've got a pipeline of new products coming through, um, and you know, part of part of my job, I guess, from a that I do from a commercial perspective is obviously understanding the market, and understanding where we need to go next. Um, you know, kind of what are the new trends that are happening in the market and making sure that we're set up to be able to exploit and do that. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Excellent. Now, would you tell us about your gold nanorod products and why they are unique? Oh, yeah, sure. Um, So our gold nanorods, the the major difference between our gold nanorod technology and anybody else's that's in the market um, is that when it, uh, I guess it goes back to the basics of what a gold nanorod is. Um, and when you fabricate a gold nanorod, you have to use a surfactant uh, chemistry to do that. Um, so basically, that's a key a key ingredient uh, to allow the synthesis, you know, to allow you to make those nanoparticles. Um, and predominantly, everybody in the marketplace who produces gold nanorods uses a surfactant called CTAP. But basically that, that surfactant um, is toxic to biological material. So obviously in the diagnostic space, if you're integrating uh, nanorod technology with that surfactant in there in, you know, and putting it uh, in touch with antibodies or antigens, uh, which you might want to detect in biological cells or samples like blood and saliva and so on, um, you know, that can hinder, you know, that can start to damage um, you know, the performance of the biologicals. So the difference with our technology is that we use a surfactant that we've, you know, created ourselves in-house mm-hmm. from our knowledge and the, 
um, you know, so we don't use CTAB at all. Mm. And so we use our own proprietary surfactants that we've made that are non-toxic. Mm-hmm. Um, so therefore, they don't they don't actually damage or hinder that performance in a biological kind of workplace. Mm-hmm. So, so that's the kind of major difference between um, our technology, our, our nanorod technology, and anybody else's nanorod mm-hmm. technology mm-hmm. out there. Excellent. What is the history of gold nanorods? How long have they been around, and what was used before them? to make diagnostics possible? So, I mean, nanorod nano technology is actually, um, surprisingly, it's, quite, it's been around for probably at least 10, between 10 and 15 years. Mm. Um, so when I started in the business in the early 2000s, you know, the, the, the initial research around it was starting to be done. Um, and then I, um, I believe that the initial patent around the CTAB manufacture method, which everybody tends to use, mm-hmm. um, was, was generated around the mid-2000s. Um, mm. by a lady called Kathy Murphy, um, who was, I think she was at South Carolina University at the time. She now operates out of uh, Illinois University in Chicago. Um, and Kathy Murphy actually sits on our scientific advisory board mm. uh, because when, 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 we, you know, when Sona presented the technology to her at a conference a few years back, she was, you know, she was amazed by it. She, she you know, kind of really saw the potential of us as a, 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 you know, as, as a technology and as a basis. Um, so she actually then joined our scientific advisory board off the back of it. Mm-hmm. But um, as I say, that you know she's she's been able to utilise that patent and kind of um, you know, sell access to that around, you know, to various companies around the world to exploit. Um, but that's the initial kind of start of nanorod technology. And since then, you know, in reality, nobody's really done anything with that technology apart from you know utilise that manufacture method. Um, and, it, and, it, and kind of produce particles and, and kind of sell them to uh, you know, various different industries. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, it's only it's only, uh, it's only at this point where Sonar have entered the market because um, we are really the only nanotechnology company that is utilizing nanorod technology in mm-hmm. lateral flow diagnostics. Nobody else is doing that, wow. and that's why we're quite unique in the market. Um, every it, you know, lateral flow tests technology, as I say, it's been around for 30 odd years, um, and predominantly most people would use one of two things. One is, um, so in a, in a standard pregnancy test, you, you tend to have latex particles, which are dyed, so they're dyed blue, so everybody knows the kind of clear blue brand and stuff, mm-hmm. so, or, or you can get different colored dyes as well for latex, um, or you would use um, gold spherical nanoparticles. Um, you know, they, they've always been you know, a, a very good um, kind of traditional you know, nanotechnology using natural flow tests. And they're typically, you know, a 40 nanometer, so 40 nm, 40 nanometer size nanoparticle, which is red in color. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, gold, you know it's, it's made from gold, um, uh, gold chemicals, but it's red in color, which gives you the, the nice clear red line on a strip. And that, again, that's kind of, you know, a, a traditional material. Now, people are still utilizing those, and they will continue to, to utilize those, as, as they will with the latex. And over the last couple of years, there's been other labels that have come into play. So people have started using nitrocellulose beads were introduced a couple of years back. Um, uh, magnetic nanoparticles have been used. And um, up-converting fluorophores uh, you know, and um, you know, th- those types of new particles for fluorescent um, you know, particle technology. All new types of ones, which have been introduced, not really taken off. 
due to expense, probably due to you know the particle versus existing stuff that's there, probably due to the um, kind of the difficulty of being able to use them uh, in the, in, in, and integrate them into existing tests as well as new tests. Um, it's, you know, it's not as simple. Mm-hmm. Um, and the unknown as well. People, you know, uh, brand new technology, people are like, well, I'm not really familiar with this, so I'll kind of stay away from it. Mm-hmm. And again, that's kind of where we see the gold nanorods and the properties of the gold nanorods. They kind of tick all those boxes as in, it's something new, so people are interested in it, but it's also familiar because it's gold-based. Mm-hmm. So everybody knows how to handle and utilize and understand how the gold works within the lateral flow test. Mm-hmm. But then it also takes on the properties of um, you know, having various different colors because of the nature of the rods and the size of those rods. Mm-hmm. So it, t- it mimics one of the core properties of, um, of a latex particle. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they kind of take, it, it's almost, it's taken all the good points of all the existing technology, put mm-hmm. them all into one, mm-hmm. and then still being applicable and still being, you know, having an ease of use to be, be able to integrate into existing and new uh, tests. Mm-hmm. Does it make a difference in accuracy? In the results of the test, um, well, it, it's it's not it's not necessarily a case of accuracy. It's more um, it's more a case of performance mm-hmm. um, in terms of improving the improving the test performance. So that could be performance could be a number of different things. It could be you know most people look for a, a performance enhancement in terms of uh, sensitivity. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so can it can it detect at a, a lower limit of detection? Mm. Um, so, so so detect smaller smaller levels of analytes in, in a sample, for example. Mm-hmm. That's what most people are looking for. Um, and what we've seen with uh, our in-house model systems, as well as um, projects that we've taken on with collaborators uh, over the last few months, is that we do see that improvement in performance. Mm. Um, you know, so, and as a result of that, you know, kind of, uh, that's got some of our existing partners very excited because... Mm. Obviously, that just that small, leap, you know, just even a small leap of improvement in performance allows them to provide, you know, gives them a competitive edge in the existing market for those tests. That's all from Sonacast this week. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to subscribe to make sure you don't miss future episodes. Also, make sure to follow us on social media to keep up to date with all the latest news and analysis from Team Sona. You can find us on Twitter at Sona Nanotech, on LinkedIn, just search for Sona Nanotech Inc and on Instagram at Sona underscore Nanotech. Team Sona will be attending various industry events throughout 2019, including the Lateral Flow Workshop in Amsterdam, the Lateral Flow Course in San Diego, Medica in Dusseldorf, and AACC in Anaheim, where we'll be recording future podcasts. If you'd like to be one of our special guests, please get in touch through any of our social media channels. Also, we would love to get your feedback on Sonacast, so please get in touch to let us know what you think or if you have any ideas for future guests or content.